Hey there, mamas. Welcome back to High Five Motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and today we are diving into day two of our five-day live free summit. So if you missed it, it's okay. Go ahead and grab a paper and pen and get ready to dive into day two. Today, we are talking all about core values and what they are, why they're so important to us, and how they truly make us thrive. Let's dive right in. mom life. It's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow. And we all know there will be little bumps along the way. But why not have fun and enjoy the little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I'm excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. So now for today, we are going to talk about core values on day two. If you think of the earth, right? Planet earth is this huge, massive thing, right? It's beautiful. And there's so many layers to it when you cut it open, right? cut it open like a, an apple, right? You, you open it. And at the very, very center of that, um, of planet earth is the core. Okay. That is where all the magma and all these things come from, like the lava, the volcanoes, like all, you know, the land was produced from this, right? All of these big, amazing things start from the core. That's kind of what makes earth work, right? That's the center of the earth. So today I want you to think about you and the center of you, your core, what is at your core that lights you up, that makes you who you are, that makes you tick, right? What are the things that are most important to you? So your core values are the things that matter most to you. If you could only get those certain things done in a day that were the things that mattered most to you, what would they be? So I want you to think through this real quick and dig deep, make sure that it's really your core values. It's really things that are not just kind of important, but something that you literally could not live without, like you need it in your life. A core value could be like, maybe you love to travel or explore. Maybe that's something that's super, super important to you, right? Something you can't live without. Maybe it's the outdoors. Maybe it's, you know, whatever. I, I love that. I want you to dig deep and I want you to think with my core values, the things that matter most to me, I want you, if you don't have your papers with you, Get out a notebook, paper, and pen. If you don't have that, get that really quick. It will help super much. So you're going to write down your core values, everything that is super, super important to you. And I want you to um, kind of list it in, in order of importance. So say you have 10 different things that are super, super important to you. Think of it like an alphabetical order, right? You think of it in what is going to be your A, your top priority, what's going to be your B and C, or you know, your maybe your top priority is number one, however you want to list it in there. What's the most important thing that you have to do every single day? For example, for me, when I wake up in the morning, I don't feel my best self if I don't check in with God in the mornings. Okay. So God is probably my first core value that I have to have to help me to feel whole and human and alive and thriving. Because if I have the spirit in my life, if I have God in my life, if I have religion in my life, I feel like I can thrive. Right. And High five motherhood is all about taking moms from survival mode and going to thriving mode. Okay. We want to live in thriving mode. Now that does not mean that you are not going to have hot mess mom moments. 
That does not mean that we're not going to have tantrums or meltdowns or messes, or there are going to be days where we're off and we're off schedule, off routine, the laundry piles up. There's going to be moments of hot mess. Okay. Hot mess mom can be little moments throughout life. That will be something that will happen. That is life. We're not perfect. It's going to happen. But if we choose to live within our core values and to focus on those and put those into our schedule every single week, first before anything else, and we actually not only just write it into our planners and, and have the mindset of keeping those core values, but actually do them, take action on them. That is where we start to thrive. So if you feel like you are not thriving as a mom or a wife or a homemaker or an individual or a friend or daughter or sister, whatever it is, whatever role it is that you are dealing with, if you don't feel like you're thriving in that role, there's a reason why? And we are going to try to find the why. Why is it that we're not thriving right now? What is it that is keeping us from, from achieving our full potential? I want you to journal out what it is that might be keeping you from achieving those core values. What is it that's holding you back? What is it that is blocking you from achieving the goals that you want to achieve or thriving in the different roles that you have, the different hats that you wear as a mom, wife, mother, homemaker, all those things. Maybe you really, really want adventure in your life. Maybe you want to explore and travel and, and find new things with your family, right? But maybe you get stuck and maybe you're kind of in the survival mode and you feel like you're just always sitting down and nursing and doing diaper changes or whatever it is. I'm going to turn off the music for a minute. Whatever it is that, you know, you're kind of stuck in whatever mom life moment that you're having, maybe you're not getting enough sleep. Maybe you're not eating super well. And so you kind of feel like junk and don't have the energy you need to be able to get out of the house. Maybe you're not doing what you can to get out there and, and make friends so that you can have someone to do something with. So you feel like you don't want to do the adventure because you don't have someone to do it with or whatever it is, right? What are those little things that are stopping us from being able to achieve the goal that we have. Like if you think about, say you are, I don't know, you're on, you're on a, a road, right? You're trying to reach a destination and they have some sort of a, a block off something happened on the freeway, for example. Right. And you're headed towards this amazing destination that you really want to go to and it's blocked off and you need to take a detour and you don't even know where the detour is going and it takes you forever to get back to where you're supposed to go. And then there's another block and another block and you just feel like you can't get to where you're wanting to go. But if you only had your phone that it, you know, had the GPS and everything ready to go, but your phone was dead. So you couldn't find an easier route to get to where you wanted to go. You were blocked off all these different ways, right? In a sense, you know, the thing that points us to true North, which is like the GPS, for example, if we try to figure out things all along our own and doing things our own way, we're never going to get to that destination that we're wanting to do. Right. But if we have God as our compass and we have our core values as our compass, we can easily get to that destination. Even if we have to detour, we can still get there faster because we have a guide. We have a compass, a way to get to where we're supposed to go. Okay. So if you are trying to live mom life without this compass, without this like true North of where you're supposed to go, your why, your, your deepest desires, your core values. If you don't have all of the, the purpose and intention behind what you're doing, like kind of listed out and laid out in front of you. And you know exactly what you want to do and where you want to go and how you want to do it. You kind of just get into detour after detour and you never truly get to where you want to go. So 
I think one of the biggest things that we need to realize as moms is that we are not just a mom. We are not just a wife. We are not just a homemaker. We are not just um, a boss or an employer. We are not um, a you know student. We are not just that thing. We are an individual. We need to be whole and human. And the only way to make that happen is if we fill our buckets first. We talked about this yesterday. And it's important to remember that we first and foremost, are human. We are an individual, right? So we cannot make sure that everybody else is doing okay before we take care of us, right? So how are your kids going to be able to follow your example of becoming the best they want to be and going after their dreams and all these things when you're not doing it yourself, right? We have to be the example to our kids. So we can't say, I want you to go after your dreams. I want you to be all that you can be. I want you to you know, go for your goals, go for your dreams, do all these things. And then be like, but I'm just going to sit on the sideline and, and watch my dreams, like fly by the wayside. Right. This is what I feel a lot of us struggle with because we want so much to help our kids to get to all these fun, different things. And we don't set the example for them. Right. So this is where our morning routine comes in. This is where our alone time, our personal time are taking care of ourselves. All of these things come in and that's what helps us to fill the buckets of those around us. So when we get in our self-care, when we get our morning routine in as moms, we are able to then pour into our families because we poured into our buckets first. We filled our bucket with water by doing our scripture study, our, um, you know, prayer, praying to God, right? We made our bed. We got dressed for the day. We got showered. We, we exercised. We ate healthy. We had a good breakfast. We drank some water, took our vitamins, whatever it is that your morning routine is. We filled our bucket first and then we take that bucket and we pour it into each of our children. We pour it into our spouse. We pour it into our neighbors and our friends. That's how then we can go forth and serve because we first filled up our buckets. Okay. That is where core values come into place. The, the water that is in our bucket is our core values. We have to feed our core values every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year, so that we can then pour into our family and everyone around us. I feel like a lot of us feel that it's almost like a selfish thing to take care of ourselves as mom. Like it's selfish for me to think about doing my hair and my makeup and showering for the day when my kid has a poopy diaper. Well, that's why we have a morning routine. We need to get up before our kids. Well, what if you have a newborn and you're not getting very much sleep? Okay. That's okay. Sometimes in different seasons of life, you may not be able to get your needs taken care of before someone else, like a baby, for example, because you've got to nurse them, you've got to change diapers. And sometimes it's throughout the night and you're not getting the sleep that you need. So what do you need to do to, to keep those core values, to be able to have your self-care still amongst all these things that are happening? Well, there's some things you can do as soon as you change that baby's diaper or nurse that baby. And that baby is okay for a moment. That's when you get in your shower. That's when you get in your exercise. That's when you do some self-care. Sometimes it's in between two diaper changes that you get a quick three minute shower, but you did it. You got some self-care in, right? Because you knew that that core value of taking care of yourself and taking pride in who you are was super important to you, filling up your bucket, whatever that may be, that you wanted to get that in, even if it was only for three minutes, you still made time for it because it's really, really important to you. Okay. That's what our core values are. They're the core of who we are. They're the, the thing that lights us up, the thing that makes us move and tick. Right. So, um, Ooh, I love this. So freedom, stability, and spontaneity. Spontaneity is such a great one. Sometimes we miss that as moms, right? 
sometimes we miss being spontaneous because we have to have everything planned out and we have to have all the routines and make sure everyone's good to go. And if something comes up, our life goes berserk because all of the routines are out of whack and bah, you know, or maybe, maybe it's opposite for you. Maybe you're super spontaneous and want to do everything at the drop of a hat. But then when it comes to routines and things where you have structure, you're like, I feel like I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Like I'm so overwhelmed because I want to do all these fun things, but the laundry's piling up. The dishes are t- piling up. You know, I have, my kids are crying and screaming and I don't know what to do with them. I don't even know how to like take care of a baby right now. Right. There's so many things that can stop us from achieving those core values. So you've, you've figured out what your core values are. And if you just popped into the chat or you just, I'm sorry, you just popped into the zoom call. We have our core values and you just are listing them out and putting them in order of things that are most important to you that you cannot live without every single day, every single week. Like you have to have those to thrive. Okay. We have some posted in the chat to give you some ideas. If you want to look in that and then figure out what yours are and put them in order of importance so that when you are going through your day, like specifically maybe your morning routine, right. And say your number one thing is God and religion. Like that is your number one core value that you have to have to thrive, right? If nothing else happens that day, but me talking to God and reading my scriptures, I call it a win. And we celebrate those wins. Sometimes that's the only thing that we're able to do. Sometimes we're only able to get in that one little core value, not every single little thing, but maybe just that one core value. But because we did that core value and we did something to fill our bucket up, we then still can pour into our families. It may not be a lot, but we have something to give. We talked about this yesterday, but if you weren't here, think about those who give to the poor. They have shelves stocked full of food for the poor, right? And then they give to the poor. How in the world would they give to the poor if they didn't first stock the shelves themselves? They have to take time themselves to go to the store, to get the list and to get everything put on the shelf so then they can give to the poor. This is how it is with our life, okay? Our core values are those cereal boxes and canned goods and things on the shelf. If we don't pour into our core values, we can't give to our family. We cannot give to our church and our community and our friends and our neighbors and sisters and brothers, parents, all the things, right? We have to have people, I'm sorry, we have to have our core values in place so that we can then help others, okay? It's so, so important. So find what fills you up, find what lights you up, find what makes you thrive and write it out. Don't just think of it in your brain, It's so important to get whatever thoughts you have and put them on paper, okay? A thought, I'm sorry, a goal unwritten is a goal unaccomplished, okay? Remember that a goal unwritten is a goal unaccomplished. So if it is your goal to get your core values in the heart of who you are and do that every single day, every single week consistently, you will thrive. This is how you will attain your goals and your dreams in 2023. And you will make 2023 the best year ever like this summit talks about, right? That's the whole purpose of this course is I want you to thrive this year. I don't want you to settle for just mediocre, okay? We want to reach the sky. In fact, the sky is the limit, right? We want to reach as high as we possibly can. And now another thing that they say is if you, you know, shoot for the moon, but don't quite make it, you'll still land among the stars, okay? That's kind of the the idea of what we do. Maybe we don't make it perfectly. Maybe we wanna study our scriptures every single day for an hour and really dig deep and get so much out of it. But guess what? 
we have a baby that's sick or a child that, you know, needs our help for whatever reason is struggling with something at school and they need our full attention with it. Maybe we don't have all the time in the world that we want to put into our core values, but maybe we could find another way to do it. Maybe we could do it in little moments. Maybe you went to go into a room to go put away laundry, quickly get on your phone and read a verse. Maybe you go to get ready for the day and you pop in your earbuds so you can listen to scriptures while you're getting ready. Or maybe while you're in the middle of exercising, you have a little baby that you have on your legs, sitting on your feet while you're trying to get sit-ups in or something, right? We can multitask as moms if we need to in order to get those core values in. If they really are that important for us, we won't find an excuse for them. We will choose to make an excuse to do them rather to, than to not, okay? One of the things that I think a lot of us moms tend to have problems with is we will say, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to take a shower. I don't have time to do my makeup, but we have time to spend it on social media. We have time to spend it on, I don't know, watching a movie or, you know, chilling, doing whatever. Like there's always something that we're doing that we could spend our time wiser, right? Not saying that we can never, ever have fun and we can't just have those moments of chill. It's okay to be on social media for a, a short time. It's okay to enjoy a show with your family. There's nothing wrong with that. But if that becomes the thing that takes over what your core values should be, like um, it's the thing that that your time gets wasted on rather than on your core values. Like if you do are doing that before you do the things that matter most to you, then everything that you're doing is kind of for not because it's not in, in alignment. But if you think of a balance, like a, um, you know, where you're trying to, um, balance the weight of something. So you have like coins on one side and, you know, some rocks or something on the other, and you try to balance it till it gets about just right. Right. And I feel like a lot of us feel that mom life is supposed to be like that, where it's supposed to be even like 50, 50, right. So you have, you have a, like, Part of your life is, is spent doing motherhood. Part of it is doing homemaking. Part of it is doing marriage and individual. And then when you spread it all out, it's supposed to be evenly split between every single little thing that you have to do. But that's totally inaccurate because we know that there are seasons in life that are different than others. If you're in a season of schooling, you are focused almost 100% on schooling and your family and your other things suffer because you have to put pour so much into schooling. The same thing that happens if you are, um, in a phase of having a newborn baby, most of your efforts are focused on that newborn baby. It's not focused as much on all the kids as much as you want it to be. You kind of tend to put most of your effort into that baby because they are hundred percent needing you. Right? So we have all these different phases or seasons of life where we need to focus more of a percentage on our focus or our time or whatever on this one thing than all these other things. Does that mean that all these other things don't matter? No. What it means is we have to find ways to get in alignment and find how we can be super, super present during the times when we only get a short amount of time with the other core values. If we are spending, say, 70% of our time is on our newborn or on school or work or whatever season of life you're in where you have to spend more time on one thing and another, maybe the 30% gets divvied up into different things, whether it be family or adventure or religion or whatever it is that you're doing. But whatever time you do allow to it, you are fully present and you are fully focused and your phone is put down and your earbuds are taken out. 
the TV's turned off. You're completely fully present during that moment so that you can give your hundred percent during that small smidgen of time that you have to work with that core value, if that makes sense. Okay. So it's not about balance for me as much as it is alignment. If I can be aligned with my core values and I am fully present for all of those values, I feel like it's okay to have times where things are a higher percentage than others with different core values, because we go through different seasons of life when we need different things, if that makes sense. One of my core values is I said friends, and I'm someone who's super duper social. And so for me, for me to take care of me, I usually go out at least once or twice or sometimes three times a week with my girlfriend. After I put the um, room to bed, and then the can just like walk that. It's just for me, for me to take care of me. And I feel like it's really important and it helps me be a better wife and mother and like value all the other things. And then also, I feel like the more people I know and like perspectives yeah, and things I hear and stuff, then the better um, I am. Because the more friends I know, the more I learn. And so it helps with education. And I feel like it helps me get closer to God and my family and everything. So I feel like I friends is super, super important. I think that's really cool. I guess I never really thought, hi. I never really thought about the more people that you have around you, the more that you learn, but that's so true. And honestly, one of my big things too, is like education. That's something that like, I love to continually learn, whether it's researching something online or hearing it from someone or just finding it through like scripture study, whatever I'm doing, reading a book or whatever. I think education is so important. So to be able to realize that you're getting two really awesome core values, maybe even three, maybe you're getting exercise at the same time with them, right? Like you can knock out a few different core values all at the same time, right? So maybe you're adventuring together. Maybe you're getting a walk-in together and you're socializing. And then you're also taking your care of your kids while you're out. And you're also getting an adventure. I mean, like you have self-care, like there's so many different core values that could be happening in just that one core value that you started doing. So I think that's a great point for us to think, what can I do to get several core values into one thing sometimes, you know, and we don't want to like multitask all the time, but if there's moments where we can't get everything in that we're trying to, maybe it, it means that we have to get creative. Like Marnie was saying, and we just kind of have to do it in little tidbits, or we have to kind of couple it with something else that we're already doing. Right. Have you guys ever read the book? Um, this reminds me of atomic habits by James clear. You have this habit, for example, of getting up every single morning and no matter what we always get up, right? We're going to get up in the morning. It's going to happen. We're going to start our day. That's a, that's a habit that we currently already have. You can stack another habit on it. If you really really want to create the habit of making your bed every single morning, when you wake up, well, you wake up every single morning. So you're going to stack it on it. And as soon as you get out of bed, you're then going to make your bed right before you leave your room. And that can be a way that you can do it. So we, we find these anchors in our day, like getting up in the morning or eating dinner, or I don't know, picking the kids up from school, whatever your anchor is that, you know, you're going to do every single day and then add a habit to it, which could be a core value. Okay. Your core values don't have to happen only in your morning routine. It can happen several like different times throughout your week. So you're able to get in all these different core values, but you're able to find that, that alignment throughout your week, because you're focusing on all these different core values, which then helps you to stay out of the depression, out of the survival mode, because you're doing things that help you to thrive. You're doing things that help you feel alive and whole and human, right? So it's so important to find little things like that that can make things easier. Sindel, I think it was you that was talking about your home. So one of the things that I figured I needed to learn how to do that I saw another mom doing, and I guess I just never 
it's things that are really not that big of a deal to you that end up being the big thing. If that makes sense, let me explain. So she, every single time that they had a meal, that was her anchor. Okay. Mealtime was her anchor. Every single time they did lunch or breakfast or dinner or whatever, every single person would clear off their plate at the table and they would put it in the sink and then she would wash it and put it directly in the dishwasher. I am so not about being the only one to clean my house. So I did it a little differently. (laughs) I think it's important for my kids to learn responsibility for their own messes. So I chose to take that anchor of lunchtime, snack time, dinner time, whatever the anchor is, whatever, you know, meal that is. And I said, we're going to have it stacked and you guys are going to clean up your spot, you know, wherever you were, you're going to clean up the mess you you have, throw your stuff in the garbage, get your dish in the sink, and you're going to scrub it real quick and rinse it off. And you're gonna put it in the left sink so that it is clean and ready to go for me to put in the dishwasher. Or if the dishwasher is already dirty and like ready to load, then they would just put it directly in the dishwasher. Cleaning up after themselves, after every single meal became a habit that helped us to keep a cleaner kitchen. Now is, are we perfect at that? Absolutely not. There are days where dishes pile up. It's not a perfect thing, but it's a system that I'm trying to create because I noticed that I loved how clean my friend's house was all the time. And I'm sure it wasn't perfect like that all the time. I'm sure it was like super, super pretty when we were there. And maybe not when we weren't, because we all know how that goes, right? (laughs) Your house gets really pretty right before a company comes over. Um, But it was interesting that it wasn't even something she had to think about. It was something that was a system she already had in place. And it just happened. Like she didn't even have to ask her kids to clean up their spot because they knew it was routine that when they were finished with a meal, they would clean up their plate and put it in the sink. Now for them, they may have been younger. So it was simple for them to just put it in the sink, but my kids, some of them are a little bit older and they can take it off and they can scrub their own plates. If they're toddlers or babies, obviously I would scrub it for them, but they at least can get to taking it off the table and putting it in the sink. So that's one thing that is less work for me to do. So then by the time dinner is over, I already have a table mostly cleared off. I just have to put away food and then wipe it down. Like, and that part's done. You know what I mean? So we may not have, when we try to start with a certain habit, we may not have the entire routine all at once, like come all at once, right? Maybe that core value starts one little step at a time. So we start with our anchor, which is like dinner time. And then we add in, we're going to clean up our mess after we're done with it. We're going to do our dishes, like do your own dish. Even if it's just that one dish, that plate, that fork, and that cup, you're going to do those three. And if everybody does those three, that's like maybe, you know, 10 or 12 dishes that you don't have to worry about. Right. So it can make things go so much faster. And then maybe after you do that for a week or two, and you you've got that kind of as a habit is it's starting to form, then maybe you add something to that and say, okay, after I'm done with that, then I'm going to put away all of our food and we're going to put it in meal prep containers so that we have lunches ready to go for the next day. And then maybe after you do that, maybe you'll wipe the table down every single time after you're done and then sweep the floor or whatever. Like, so you can just add these little teeny, um, habits one on top of another, as you're able to, until you create that full routine that you want, but you're not going to get all of these habit stacks at one time, right? We're going to get it little bits at a time. I think that is where we have to be patient with ourselves. We have to give ourselves grace and realize that things will not come all at once, right? Our core values are where we start and we start with little teeny things. So it may be a verse of scripture a day. It may be a prayer in the mornings. Maybe you're not even doing it twice or three times a day. You know, you're just getting that one prayer in the morning and that's all you can do right now because you're just trying to create that habit. That's fine. Start where you're at and build up and do it over time. Don't feel like it has to happen all the, every single day, right? You don't have to add a new habit every day. You're going to hit burnout. Just do little bits at a time. 
I can't remember where I heard it, but they said that if you do the habit you're trying to create, if you do that goal consistently every single day for 30 days and track it after 30 days, it becomes a habit. And it's not something you have to think about anymore because you've been consistent with it for 30 days. That doesn't mean you're perfect with it. It means you try to do that one goal at the same time, the same place every single day for 30 days consecutively. And you tried to track it, you know, did your little check marks as you went to make sure that you got it done, whether it's scripture study or you know, doing the dishes or doing the laundry, whatever it is that you're wanting to check every single day. And if, if you do it for 30 days, it's a consistent, as consistent goal. So it turns into a habit where you don't have to think about it anymore. And then it, that can become that anchor where you stack something else onto it after that. So maybe give yourself like anywhere between like, I don't know, two weeks to 30 days before you add something else to it. Like you don't want to hit burnout, right? So if you feel like you're doing really good and then you add something to it and you feel like, the other part of it's kind of fizzling out, then you're only able to focus on this one. Go back to that first habit. Does that make sense? Like we don't want to overburden ourselves and overwhelm ourselves when we're first starting out, because once you hit burnout, then you have to go back to square one. And then you don't have the energy or motivation to do everything. So little bits at a time, line upon line, precept upon precept is where we get to those big habit stacks, those routines and systems that help us to thrive and to make life so much easier as a mom, right? But it comes little bits at a time. I am so grateful for all of you. You guys are amazing. There's so many wonderful things that you guys are doing and so much that God has in store for you. So please know that you are loved. You are doing amazing. It doesn't matter what you are thinking about yourself. You are doing awesome. You're doing so much better than I think you realize. You have a lot on your plate. We are so busy. We have so much that we are trying to do as moms and wearing so many hats for so many people, right? We have all these things on our plate and we're trying to balance it all. And it's just a lot. So just know that you are doing amazing. Even if you feel like you're failing, you're still doing so much better than so many people around us, right? Moms have so much, so much that they are doing and they are just amazing. So I want you guys all to know that you're amazing and I love you. And I'm so grateful that you're here and we will see you tomorrow at 1.30. Invite your friends, invite anyone to come and join us so that we can have a super fun time together. Thank you so much for being here today. I love you guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Christy. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. All right. Until next time, go on over and check us out on our Facebook group at High Five Motherhood Mamas Group, or come on over and hang out with us on Instagram at High Five Motherhood. For more mom life hacks, homemaking, productivity and time management tips and tricks, organization ideas, recipes, meal prep and planning and more. Okay, there's so much information on there that you can enjoy in between each episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you found value in today's episode or from this podcast in general, take a quick screenshot of this podcast and share it on your stories on Instagram or post it on Facebook because remember, sharing is caring. <laughs>